Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh. So cool. Tonight's episode is Cat Scratch Fever, directed by Boyd Kirkland. Story by Sean, Catherine, Derek. I don't know. Is that a boy or a girl? I, I have no idea. You know what, Steve? You probably shouldn't judge, honestly, is what I would say. I'm, don't judge, Steve. Okay? <laughs> I'm going with Teleplay man. by Buzz Dixon. And this one came out November 5th, 1992. Oh, no. It's a woman actress. American writer, story editor, and actress. She's got two boy names and one girl name in that. And they're all first names. She has three names, and they're all first names. Sean, Catherine, and Derek. Wow. She's uh, pretty – has a good, uh, I guess, filmography with the Batman animated series. Did Cat Scratch Fever, Prophecy of Doom, Cat in the Claw, The Forgotten, POV, and Nothing to Fear. She does some shit episodes. <laughs> Those are some shit episodes, dude. All right, well, this episode, that's probably shit. Has Roland Daggett and Professor Milo as the villains. Wikipedia says Batman must stop Roland Daggett's plan to release a viral plague designed by Professor Milo into Gotham by way of its stray cat population. And, and technically dog, if I recall from the episode. Mm-hmm. The case gains new urgency. Oh, I like that. When Catwoman becomes infected with the virus during her search for her missing cat. Isis. Poor Isis. Poor, poor Isis. Now, Batman must find an antidote to save the woman who loves him most. Mm. Wow, that's that's very telling. Um, I I uh, I really like that. Uh, Roland Daggett is the best businessman ever. They just <laughs> like coming like, back to Daggett. What? It seems like, what? but he's like the most villainous. CEO of all time. Oh yeah, for sure. He is so dark and so fucked up. He's just trying to figure out the best way and easiest way to make a buck. All right, well, so this is the second story for Catwoman in the series. Um, Cat in the Claw is a two-parter, so this is, I guess, technically the third episode for Catwoman. But I love we start off Steve right away, and this is something I'm sure you would appreciate is that we start off with a trial that we are seeing Selena Kyle on trial for the crime she committed in the episodes Cat in the Claw. She looks very remorseful. She looks very hot. And uh, it is interesting that uh, it's taking place basically after those uh, directly after that uh, series of events. Yeah, it's like a trilogy, huh? And it even mentions that's why she's in trial. You could just have had her just be on in trial for that. You know, just for any random thing. But they had it be some sort of continuation. Yeah, and um, 
trials take a long time. So, you know, it kind of makes sense that this is it's taken a while for her character to finally, you know, come to judgment day. And her judgment is that she gets what parole. Is that right, Steve? Or probation parole? They said probation. Probation. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I guess. Right. So she just doesn't see any time in jail and just goes straight to probation. Are you like asking me like legally? If that's yeah, legally. That happen? I, yeah, yeah, people get probation all the time, especially rich people. Or they'll say time served for the for the time that they were served they were in jail, and then if they don't follow the probation, then they go to jail. Oh shit! So wait, is parole for only after jail? When you're paroled, yeah, yeah. that's that's a term for when you go to the parole board. And you tell the parole board you have a chance to get released early for like doing good behavior or whatever you know reasons you can get out of jail early for, and the parole board will see you, or you just have a certain time periods where you just see the parole board and you're allowed to to have a chance to get out. And if they show that you're not rehabilitated or you're still a risk to society, you stay in jail. Seems like bullshit, but. Uh, the whole jail system is fucked up. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but, yeah, I guess... I thought this was funny that uh, Maven lost... Maven's back! Yeah. And she lost Isis. I know, I know. She's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, I think Isis is dead. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. But Selena doesn't believe it, right? So she goes straight to the streets. She hits the corners immediately. Yeah. Looking for ISIS. Like going to the fish market. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, the, well, you know, she's a cat, you know, so she's going to go try to get some fish or some shit. I and mean, we just saw that in uh, uh, The Laughing Fish. We saw the cat come into the house with a, a big old joker fish on her, in her mouth. Yeah, and somehow she just gets involved in a plot that's over her head. It's kind of funny. It's a classic story. Never learns, does she, Steve? Well, she's trying to do good, you know. She I like how shut up. <laughs> I like how she like instantly is like hitting on Batman. Like the moment Batman shows up, she's just like, "You're so hot, so wet," you know, and all this stuff. She and gets it, too wet around <laughs> Batman, and Batman's all conflicted because he's like, "She doesn't love Bruce Wayne, but she loves Batman." Before yeah, she would love Bruce. What was the uh, 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 perchance to dream the episode where? She's married married to Bruce or going to be married to Bruce. She's, like, uh, engaged to Bruce. And um, Batman's, like, you know, in Bruce's dream, right? Bruce is watching Batman, like, doing shit and saving people on the streets. And then Selina runs up, and she's like, oh, my God, he's so fucking hot. You know? <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. She's, like, she's just all over Batman. She just can't help it. And I like that about Catwoman. That's kind of a cool trait of hers. Well, that was, like, from the movies. I think they're, they're carrying that over from the movies. Well, the movie, she's not, like, gaga over Batman, but I, I like the she idea. Was. She was all over Batman. See, because there, there's uh, there's definitely, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, a woman out there that you would be just immediately, like, you just couldn't speak, like, a, some, like, celebrity, right? Like, Scarlett Johansson or something to that effect, right? Like, if you saw her in real life and you'd be like, oh, my God, you know, you just be like, oh, you know, all stupid and, like, look like the worst you could ever look, right? Everyone has that. Everyone has someone they're gaga over. Right, and I just love that. Like, no matter what, Selena Kyle's is just Batman. She just she just gets retarded when she's around him. Very true. Super hot. It's really hot. 
Well, we're moving into more of uh, what Steve was mentioning earlier, which is the fact that Selena gets a little bit over her head. And she comes across some hired goons in the alleyway. Who is it? Goons. Who? Hired goons. Hired goons. And these are people hired by Daggett. And uh, Daggett is back up to his smooth corporate ways again. This time he's injecting what, Steve? They just call it a toxin or whatever. S yeah, stray animals with toxins. <laughs> yeah, some sort of rabies or something. It seemed like yeah. some sort of heightened rabies or PCP. But, yeah, I guess Dag is just always up to no good. He's just, before, he was trying to get people to addicted to some sort of, you know, Such an phase, asshole. You know, <laughs> the renew you. Renew yeah, renew you. Stuff. you. He's just, yeah. like, coming up with all these different ways, like, how to manip how to get people. Blowing up a whole bunch of low-income housing to, and, like, destroying mm -hmm. all these people's, like, lives. Yeah. These He's writers really don't think businessmen are good people. That's basically the theme of this. Absolutely. It's definitely <laughs> the theme conniving. of this. Somebody somewhere's father was like a CEO, <laughs> and he just hated his dad. He never and came he home like, at night. Fuck that. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, Buzz Dixon's dad is, you know, or maybe Sean Catherine Deckard. <laughs> he was an asshole. Well, at least with Roland Daggett – we do get an incredible voice casting in Ed Asner returning. The late, the late Ed Asner. I almost feel like that's why they kept using him is that, that he's such a great, you know, he's he's so evil too. He has such a great, like angry old man. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, but you menacing. know what? His voice isn't sexy. Like Adrian Barbeau's for Catwoman. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Ooh. And, the, and we do get a little delicious Catwoman in this episode. That's for damn sure. You're so hot. The one thing that it seemed that was interesting was that so Batman, you know, investig his investigation is going to Lucius Fox, and he finds out that Daggett Fox does some investigating and finds out that Daggett's been working not on a toxin, but that he's been working on an antidote, and so that's like the key basically is that you you find out that Daggett mm. is this uh, evil guy that's not just working on some sort of thing to make the the strays toxic or whatever it is or experiment on him he's like creating an antidote to profit off of everything but which Steve, i think he said you buried the lead there because what lucius fox says is that dag is coming out with a hot new drug the bruce he actually says hot new drug and I, let me tell you what lucius you can sell me anything because as soon as he was like hot, hot new drug, drug i was just like what What's this hot new drug? He has his best men working on it. I, li I like that the, the idea that they have these scientists that could just whip up these things. Yeah, like Professor Milo. Mm-hmm. He's just whipping up some sort of crazy toxin. Doesn't Professor Milo come back in, like, the Justice League episodes? Uh, oh, God, there is. I swear. Or or they go to they just do a callback to similar animation. But, like, I swear the character comes up in Justice League. Like, something to do with, like, uh, Luther or something like – or, like, um, oh, I have no fucking clue what it is. Like, Project Cadmus or yeah, some shit. Yeah, I think so. He, you're right. I'm just looking it up right now. Yeah, because I, I just remember that, like – and he's different. He's, like – he's a slightly different variation on the character. He's not, like, full-on villainous like this one or – maybe I'm mistaken. I'm not sure. Anyways, I, I do like how, like, you know, the, the 
Paul Dini and the Bruce Tim universe, they never forget people. He's, he appears one more time. Milos appears one more time on in Moon of the Wolf in the Batman the Animated Series and then in Justice League Unlimited in the Doomsday Sanction. So he has yeah, – Oh, so it wasn't Cadmus then. Oh, wait. Well, it was a Project Cadmus. Yeah, in the, that. The, the Justice League one's a Cadmus thing. Okay. And the, on the Moon of the Wolf, that's – see, I, I, I don't I, – it rings a bell. What is that? Is that the one where there's like a guy that turns into a werewolf? Yeah, it says something that – that he's hired by Anthony Romulus to find a way to increase his performance in the autumn games. However, the enhancements consequently cause Romulus to change into an uncomfortable werewolf. His name is what again? Uh, Romulus. Romulus? Anthony awesome. Romulus. Of course yeah. it is. Um, uh, yeah, anyone in Cool Boy Nation who doesn't understand that reference, fucking read some goddamn ancient Rome texts, okay? Okay, Jesus. But yeah, I always get the was it Night of the Moon or Moon of the Wolf? Moon of the Wolf. Yeah, I get that confused with um the one with the uh, Eye of the Tiger or whatever they call it, where it's another Catwoman episode and it's like Tigress or something like that, and it's a giant tiger like character. I I kind of get those two confused a little bit. Mm, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, cheetah or something like that. Yeah, and it's very much like Island of Dr. Moreau, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, she gets turned into an animal-human hybrid or some shit. Sexy as fuck, though. Man, god damn. God damn. Um, well, so Catwoman goes to go get, you know, her cat from this fucking, you know, whatever, this, the pound, the pussy pound. And uh, fucking Isis just bites the fuck fuck out of her when she like picks up Isis. Isis needs to chill the fuck out. She cannot be taking those hot new drugs like that <laughs> freaking out. Isis needs to know her limits. Yeah. Well, she's been that's that's how you feel. Uh, yeah, she she needs to calm down. You can't be partying like that if you're going to be out of control like that. <laughs> um and then we have of course, you know, she runs away. She's all fucked up because of the uh, you know, the bite her cat gave her. She's got cat cat scratch fever. Sing it, Steve. Cat scratch fever. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's more guitar sound, I imagine. Um, yeah, so uh, I like that uh, she's falling down on the road. Batman's about to drive over her with his Batmobile. And he gets out of the car. And Catwoman starts immediately yelling, Stay away from me. No! As Batman approaches her. Batman, no means no. Stay back a little bit next time. But he doesn't. He goes up to her. Right? He's like, he's like, Catwoman. And picks her up and he goes, you're hot. And she goes, now you notice? Well, then she's like, real, she's gone back to her flirty self. At first, she was like, kind of all, she didn't know where she was and she didn't recognize Batman. She's then, being taken advantage of, it sounds like to me, Steve. Is that what you think? It does not sound good. I think she was being rescued. And then she was getting back to her kind of normal self for a second when she was becoming like a flirt. Oh, so you're saying it's her fault. You're victim blaming. What? You're victim blaming <laughs> now. All right, whatever. <laughs> moving, moving on, I guess. We don't want to get caught in that conversation. All right, well, then we get immediately, of course, a cliffhanger act break, right? 
Mm-hmm. What is it? It's Batman being chased by a dog. Woo! What a fucking heroin act break. I like how Daggett's like, <laughs> if he doesn't survive, like, Daggett's basically like, if, if you don't make sure that he's not dead, I'm going to kill you or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a great boss. You know, <laughs> you just you know you're never gonna get threatened, and you're you're always gonna have job security, and he's he's never gonna do anything outside the realm of the law. Wonderful boss to have, absolutely. Roland Daggett, Daggett Enterprises, or da- was it Daggett Industries? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite thing, Steve, is the newspaper at the end. It, it like it's like it's like you know this crazy thing like Catwoman's involved in this crazy thing they found out they're gonna you know they were trying to poison everybody with these animals and then it's a little like another article below that with like Daggett's face and it just says Roland Daggett and he goes I'm innocent <laughs> <laughs> and he and he probably skated on that you know he, he probably got news. out he was the Donald <laughs> Trump of of his time <laughs> I'm innocent I'm innocent what are you talking about I'm innocent. What so, about innocent till proven yeah, guilty? Yeah, wait, but Steve, wasn't it um, what episode was it? It was um, appointment in crime alley, where uh-huh. like he gets caught again, his goons get caught, and he's like, they're like, boss, you told us to do it. He goes, I don't know what you who you are. <laughs> get him, get him. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> he, he knows how to do it. And the cops are like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> get him. Tag mm-hmm. it. He figures it out every time. He knows how to navigate those waters. Something, something interesting, Steve, I, I actually kind of thought of when I was uh, watching this episode, uh, back for this episode of our episode of podcast. Are you watching it? Uh-huh. Is that uh, it reminded me a lot of something you and I, a movie we used to watch together. Um, this one, of course, you know, this is a sh- episode that involves cats and dogs, especially in the third act. We have a dog chasing Batman and Catwoman. With her cat, right? So it reminded me of the time we watched The Adventures of Milo and Otis together. Oh, you mean the time we didn't watch that movie? What what do you mean we didn't? What happened? I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, Steve. I think what you're referring to is the fact that we had a Milo and Otis get-together viewing party. And instead of Milo and Otis, we accidentally played... Jeff Stryker's Underground. You accidentally played? Did we accidentally play it? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But you loved it. I do remember you loving it. Mm-hmm. You were into it a lot. Play that audio back now, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> oh, the jizz. The motor- yeah, oh, here we go. Someone's uh, getting it on the chest. Jizzums. Oh, already jizzums? Guys, so Felk will explain what we're watching by reading the back of (laughs) Jeff Stryker's Underground DVD case. No one knows the underground sex scene better than its world-famous legend, Jeff Stryker. Stryker takes us on a shocking journey into more than just his favorite secret sex clubs, but into the very intimate desires and fantasies that make up this complex man of men. In the seven scene feature, you will witness what you dared not even imagine, including a climactic scene where anything can happen. 
And Will. Oh, I got to see this. And right on cue. <laughs> and right wow. on cue. Oh, oh my goodness. In VR. Yeah, I would say in VR. I have about another 10 minutes in me. Don't worry, guys. I'm we have six scenes left. <laughs> and then you're just done. Yeah, this is only uh, scene yeah. one of seven. No. Seven after after this, Dorn has some questions. We'll just watch this first scene and then we'll see what happens. And then maybe watch I the feel first like scene like of Milo and Otis. And then, and then we'll start day. Milo and Otis and then turn that off. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just watch the He scenes. is sweating pretty hardcore. We'll watch, oh, man. It's like when DVDs first came out. And we're like, watch, you can just jump to scenes. Just go to this scene next. Uh, we're going to put this movie in. And then I can't handle this narration. I'm having trouble following the it's, plot with the with the cutting back between these scenes. Is this, Jeff, Jeff owns this, is this supposed to be like his first time walking into this club? No, I think right. he owns this club. He owns it? Oh, that's why he's upstairs. Oh, he owns it. Orgy. He owns it. Have the guys been bareback? I haven't really noticed. Oh, I haven't noticed oh, either. I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> I don't I think, think it's been are. sex. I think it's just been yeah. Wait, blowjobs. Yeah. This is a pre-condom classic, right? Is it? Oh, oh, the jizz on the thigh. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. He's got a conquering thing. Yeah, I don't think anyone's fucking yet. I think it's just all blowjobs and touching and feeling. <laughs> Look at that! Look at that lip dick. What's going on there? <laughs> Look at the lip dick in the background. <laughs> that guy is squeezing his balls really tightly. <laughs> you're, you're clicking those things. That's your elbows. Radio flyers. Uh, the, the, the oh, it's because I'm like not liking this, yeah. so I'm moving around <laughs> and, and making noises and fidgeting. So if you don't want me to ruin it, just stop it. You know? like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, man. Like Jesus Christ! Like he's I didn't come here to watch gay porn. Now you're like you're ruining the sound. I didn't even communicate with you. I, I tricked Corey, and that's the only person I've tricked. Oh, I'm not blaming you. I have no. Yeah. No. Even I know who to blame. <laughs> oh, it's a condom. It's a condom. Oh, oh, oh condom on. Oh, great. Ah. Question answered. See, I got a huge cock. See, what was your favorite part of Jeff Striker's Underground? Like, what was your favorite part of that experience? The so basically, Batman is fighting this dog <laughs> in a lake, and they—he's gonna give him an inhaler of some abuterol. And then, and they start shooting the gun on this lake that they're standing on. Like, it just seems like a real bad situation. Yeah, yeah, and then the dog is at risk of dying too because it could fall. He into saves the, the dog. He, like he th he goes underwater for like minutes. He he really should have probably died of hypothermia. They don't explain. He's just Batman, I guess, but he's down there for a long time. Maybe he has like a thermal in his, in his like uh, in his suit. Yeah, they should have mentioned it because I don't think he he just wears it all the time. I guess that's why he has a suit. You know, it's just like a. But he gets stuck down there, I think, for a while. This is a really, really boring, like, second and third act to this episode. Uh, coming off a really great act one where we're actually continuing a storyline. Like I said earlier, this is essentially a trilogy uh, to the Cat in the Claw. This is Cat in the Claw part three. Yeah, almost. it's kind of a little lackluster for the But then, the yeah, the part. second act is, like, a, a, a stupid investigation into a pussy pound. And then, like, boom. We get into a really dumb third act with a whole bunch of terrible, like, characters that we don't give a fuck about uh, them as villains whatsoever. Well, Milo, like you pointed out, he comes back. He's He keeps coming. This he is, like, the introduction of, like, a, you know, an ongoing genetic. He comes back twice. Yeah. He comes back only two more times. That's crazy for some yeah. – this, for this – Character, I didn't think you're he was right. Back. I think it's pretty crazy. We, we never see another Lloyd Ventress ever again, you know. <laughs> we never see another Nostromo, <laughs> we, we never see another, you know, Josiah Wormwood. <laughs> well, all right. Well, Steve, what do you give this? I gave this uh two out of five boys, and I remember not liking this much as a kid either. 
honestly. I guess I'd give it like two and a half. I like seeing the relationship of, uh, you know, the, I guess the grown up part about this episode is the ongoing relationship between Batman and Selena. So they have mm-hmm. that, that thing going and how he's conflicted that she doesn't like Bruce. And he even tries to hit on her as Bruce. And she's like, oh, yeah. It's like, no, I just think of you as a friend. And he's like, okay, I accept that. You know, that, you know, I, that, so that, there's always that issue that is kind of interesting, these underlying like, uh, concerns when you have a dual identity and someone's in love. That's a great part, Steve, when, um, when, when Bruce is hitting on her. And then he's like, he's like, you should just be cool and be nice. And then she's like, she's like I will be. And she's like, and just don't, whatever you don't go check out the lab. She goes, don't worry. Selena won't go anywhere near the lab. I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then she goes immediately, and then she goes right against what her probation says, right, and becomes Catwoman again. If she gets caught, she's fucked. Well, is that if she does anything illegal, was the but I guess breaking she, and entering illegal? I guess so. Maybe, 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 maybe. Great bat stuff, Steve. Cool boy nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy bat nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of cat scratch fever or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batman and beyond coolboys at gmail.com new episodes come out every tuesday also please check out our other great cool boy central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and patreon also donate to us on patreon it only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air you can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy, Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Ballard. Bye from Steve. See, I got a huge cock. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond.